all the things that are in, um, you know, horror movie surviving guides, right? Like it's like, don't have sex, don't do drugs, don't drink like all this. And you did all this out in the woods. Like you've literally on sacred ground. (laughs) This is why I don't camp. I have learned my lesson as a final girl. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices. Spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy, foxy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the final girl. Let's do it. Welcome to Horror Movie Survivor Guide, everybody. I am Julia. And I'm Terry. This week, we are talking about 2018's The Ranger. The Ranger. Title of this episode is Gotta Keep the Forest Clean. Yeah. How clean, though? How clean. The tagline, or the, yeah, the tagline for this movie, each year, millions visit our national parks. Not everyone gets to leave. Like it. Okay. You're not... Yeah. Okay. Uh, this it's fine. It's fine. It doesn't. I was like, okay, it doesn't scare me yet. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, this movie mm-hmm. was written by Jen Wexler and Giacco Farino and directed by Jen Wexler as well. There is a novelization available of this film. There is also a VHS available of this <gasps> film. We got to get the VHS, Julia. I love VHS. Oh my I God, just, I'm so excited it. because I just bought the VHS of Death December, which is the horror anthology movie that Michael Verratti, who uh, we had a, on our podcast, directed yes, a segment of you, that, I, that yeah. I got to be a, have a cameo in. So that means that a movie I'm in is on now on out on VHS, which makes me very, very happy. Okay, so I'm going to need to get a copy of that as well. Because yeah. if people make fun of me, you can make fun of me all you want, but I do have my VCR in my bedroom. It's right there. I, watch, I love watching. <gasps> there it it's is. so good. Julia's showing it to me over the Zoom. Oh my God, so good. Um, yeah, I'm going to need that. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love, I love this whole aesthetic and I love that they tried to put this on VHS too. That's great. Um, Hood River Entertainment. That's the name of it. I got excited because one of my favorite teachers and old professors lives in Hood River. Hmm. Uh, been there. It's gorgeous. Where is it? It's up in, um, the Oregon area. Yeah. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So this movie begins uh, with a ranger in a little girl sitting at uh, on a rock and he's telling her that she's a little wolf, little wolf. Uh, and they then we go back and she looks quite dazed, the little girl. Traumatized. And so yeah. the, then we have him and he's being very nice, but there's something wrong behind his nice uh, and giving her a sandwich and cutting the crusts off and being very but nice. But he cuts it off with a big ass blade that's kind yeah. of off-putting and a little like, uh, why is he using that big knife? You could just use a butter knife to so we're not the crust off the bread. There's obviously something's happening here that we don't know what exactly yet, but it's not good by the look on the little girl's face. So something has happened right. and he is trying to console her afterwards, but we don't know exactly. Is it something he did to her? We're not sh- quite sure. Yeah, I wasn't sure of the relationship. I wasn't sure if that was his daughter. But then you realize, nope, that that's just the park ranger guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, we have a great punk rock credit sequence and uh, meet our main characters in a punk club. And they- Last forward 10 years later. So yes. this little girl is now grown up. 
and she's in the punk scene. <laughs> uh, and I like that this movie has a made up drug in it. So they the whole movie, they are snorting and shooting Echo, which is this pink drug that they're ingesting. And I'm like, all right, just in, just it doesn't it could be Coke, but fuck it. It's not Coke. It's something else. Here you go. Some weirdo off putting drug. Yeah, and the way that it affects them doesn't seem necessarily like Coke. It, like Coke, I feel like, tends to speed stuff up around you, but stuff seems to kind of go blurry slow a little bit for them. So mm -hmm. you're not quite sure what the full effects of this drug are on them. Um, but we meet um, Chels's friends. Um, one of her guy, the guy that she seems to be seeing, Garth, has got a knife um, that he brandishes on one of their friends while they're hanging out doing drugs in the back of this uh, club. Uh, and a, kni a knife named Guilty. Guilty. Yeah. I was like, oh. A pet name for your knife. All right. Mm -hmm. Watch out for guilty. Uh, so they are having their, their punk party, but then the punk party gets uh, raided by the cops. And so everybody's running amok and trying to get out. And it was, they had just been had this, it didn't have a permit obviously for this party and they just had squatted. And so uh, in the melee they have, so we find out that there's a, the, they have two big, bo big bags of echo. Like if I'd, it's, I would equate it to a cocaine. And if you had that amount of cocaine, you're, you're fucked for a really long time. If you had that, oh, yeah, you it's a lot. Really long time. Uh, and yeah. they had put it, it in bricks. Her. They're like bricks. Yeah. Like <laughs> bricks. Um, and they put it in her backpack, which is a checkered backpack, which I had that exact same backpack that I carried for like 15 years, that same backpack. And I was like, Oh, look at my backpack. Uh, the checkered transport kids. Yes. It's yeah. iconic. I had the matching van shoes that like went with that. Yes. yes. We love it. <laughs> Uh, so, of course, it's in her bag. So she starts to run and she knows if she gets caught, she has all of the stuff. So she gets caught and trapped in a back alley and along comes Garth and just stabs the cop. With guilty. Yep. Bad. Yeah, uh, it doesn't but go well. And she's left standing off against the cop with his gun all of a sudden, the cop's gun, and she can't shoot him. She's just staring at him mm -hmm. and having like flashbacks of her life basically in this moment. So we get a little inside look again, kind of in of like 10 years before of her as a kid. And maybe there's something similar happened to her before somehow. Mm -hmm. Looking down mm -hmm. a barrel of a gun, perhaps. Mm -hmm. uh, so they end up fleeing in a van and they get, they decide where, where they go to a diner, decide where they're going to go. So we have um, jerk and Abe who are adorable punk interracial couple. Hello. Hi. Very into them and love jerk um, is played by, I think it's Jeremy Pope. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he um, he's actually a two time Tony nominee for 2019. He was nominated for not one, but two Tonys at the same time, Whoa. which is one of like, I think six ever in Tony history. So he's like a, a, a Tony history making uh, Tony nominee for what um, show? Um, he was in two shows. I know one of them was the Temptations, Ain't Too Proud to Beg show. Mm. And I believe the other one was Choir Boy, I believe. Um, so he did a musical and a, and a, and a straight show. Okay. Um, Good to know. I he also was in the, the Ryan Murphy Hollywood show, which he is phenomenal in. So anyway. Okay. Uh, shout out to Jeremy Pope. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I got really excited to see his face because he's wicked talented. Uh, we also, Amber, whose van it is, uh, they didn't know she was sleeping in the back of the van. So now she is part of this crew and they decide where they're going to go. And they have, she's, uh, Garth says that uh, 
Chelsea has a uncle's house in the woods and let, let's just head out there. But she doesn't look like she really wants to do that. That does not look like something she wants to go. That is not the place she wants to go. And she's not looked right since this whole thing went down. She looked like she'd had kind of a bad reaction to the drugs while it was happening as well, too. Mm -hmm. She got like overly sweaty and kind of confused. So this is just on top of like having bad side effects from doing drugs in the evening to making bad choices. They've literally can count kidnapping and stealing now of their friend's van, even though the friend's like, I'm glad you took me because if I had left there, I probably would have gotten arrested. So thanks. Like she literally said, Tells them thank you for stealing her van and bringing her along. Um, wild. Anyway. So they go to a gas station uh, and the, everybody steals a bunch of stuff from the gas station. Uh, and when Chelsea's going to leave, the ranger walks in and she just freezes and doesn't know how to react to him. Uh, and they end up having a confrontation. Uh, Garth is getting real uppity with him. As you know, as we know, they're in a, we know they're in a horror movie. Obviously, they don't know they're in a horror movie, but they just tell the ranger fucking everything and i said don't stop what are you doing don't tell them where you're going don't tell him who you are don't tell him who she is like you've just like blown because it's possible he may not have recognized her right because right. he was thrown by her hair and everything but now they're like mm -hmm. oh we're going to this specific cabin and now he knows who they are I was like oh you just set yourself up for so much death yeah and also just like i i was i, I was kind of taken aback by that too because it's like they're literally fleeing cops this is the authoritative, you know, um, for all intents and purposes, is the cop of the, yeah. you know, of the mountain. If you're talking, he's a law enforcement official that you're literally giving your hideaway house information to. Um, yeah, it was upsetting, but they all are not the smartest tools in the shed, I would say, as 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 friends. They're also still kind of a little drunk and a little high, too, it seems like as well. Um and the ranger tells them, though, that you need to abide by the laws of Mother Nature here in its hunting season. So you kids should not be up in that mountain because it's too dangerous. And he, the Amber's like, we'll be fine. I have blue hair. Look, I'm wearing colors. He's like, you have to wear bright colors so you don't get shot. I was like, oh, no, that's not going to be good. She's going to be a target now. And he does say that this is that. this is mm -hmm. my mountain. So we know that this is how he feels about it. So they they end up driving up there and they leave uh, the van. Uh, you have to leave it about a mile away. A mile away. From can't drive up to the actual cabin itself. And I was like, oh no, that's going to come in later. That's going to be bad when you're going to need to get to that van real quick. Yeah. Uh, um, anytime a, you got to go off road. Yeah. Uh, there's a big sign as they're walking up to the cabin that says, take nothing but pictures, leave nothing but footprints, kill nothing but time. Which and they were like, that would be a good punk song. And I love that. They all start aiming them, start singing yeah. it and making it take nothing but pictures, leave nothing but footprints, <laughs> kill nothing but time. And so, and they're all, I love this too, because this is like, this reminded me a little bit of Green Room too, and like a lot of other movies that have bands in them where they're talking, because they're a band and they're trying to figure out what the name of their band is going to be. And they've been like contentious about it. And they've thought they've settled on the Devioids, but Abe is like, no, 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 I don't like it. I have all these other ideas. Like that could be part of it. Um, you know, so uh, he keeps trying, kind of, trying to come up with band names for the whole yeah. film. So they end up finding the cabin. They break into the cabin, uh, where Chelsea immediately kind of goes into a weird state and tells them how weird it is to be there. And she hasn't been back and how much she loved her uncle who was attacked by a wolf and killed. Yeah. And even before they walk inside, they're like, is somebody here because there's flowers outside? And she says, no, those are perennials. They always come back on their own. And I was like, oh, omen. <laughs> yeah. Whatever was planted here will come back here again. So 
Uh, but yeah. we, we have this weird contentious moment at the, where her boyfriend comes in and starts to light a cigarette in the house. And she's like, no, 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 you can't smoke in here. And he's, what do you mean? Why can't I? Said, My uncle doesn't always oh, smoked on the porch. You're not allowed in here. He's like, well, there's nobody here. Your uncle's not here. There's nobody here. I'm just going to smoke. So it goes against her right away, which she does not like, which is, you know, and she, Chelsea's obviously the brains of the group and is a, uh, of a level of ambition and something that they are not. So it's kind of that freaks and geeks thing of like she's trying to fit into this punk scene that she may not necessarily want to but be. But she's a, she follows more rules than they do is yeah. what we're gathering from that moment. And she also is trying to assort some sort of authority, but they're like very anti-authority clearly. Mm-hmm. And they're like throwing trash around and whatnot in the house right away, like throwing cans and stuff. She's like, you can't throw trash around out here. It attracts animals like just for safety Basically, she's trying to tell them you can't be punk in the woods. Yeah. Because it will it, it's going to attract all the wrong things. They start playing music too loud. They're throwing, you know, garbage on the ground. They're smoking in the house. Like literally all the things that are kind of punk rock that they're used to doing when they're in the city. That's not what this country life is about. Um, and the kids don't know that they're really uh, setting her off. So she storms off to let off some steam and ends up going out. She takes the backpack with her, though, which I was like, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Goes out there and there we do know that she still has the the gun in the cop's gun in the bag. So we see her who see her with it before she goes in the water. Uh, When she comes out of the water, she's getting dressed and there's the ranger just kind of pops up. Hey there. Remember me? Uh, In this very awkward, like, because obviously... He approaches her just as she's putting her shirt on. So you're like, how long has he been standing there? He's been standing too there. Too long. Yeah. Too long. He's full creepy uncle, but not like the good kind vibe. Um, full on. Um, and he was definitely there for too long. Um, and he was like, oh, I, I didn't recognize you at first because your your hair or whatever. But you probably didn't recognize me because I'm a little grayer now. Like he's like trying to flirt with her in this weird way. Um, but he also grills her about her friends and is like, hey, they are not like you. You're not like them. Um, and she's basically like, hey, I got to get back. I don't want them to burn the place down. And he's like, oh, yeah, we wouldn't want that to happen. And he offers to hang out with her and invites her to come up to the cabin anytime she's like up to his spot up by the top of the hill by this like big watchtower. Um, and he's like, I didn't realize you repeat Benson's niece till before. And... So now, now we know, now he knows, she knows, we all know. She goes back to them tagging trees and starting a bonfire. And yes, what you're saying about you really can't be punk rock in the woods. It just doesn't, that's not, those two sensibilities don't work. (laughs) And like them trying to do drugs and she's like, for safety, like you guys are literally doing everything wrong. And it, they even walked by that sign that said all the things not to do. But of course, they're like, that's what we're going to do. You yeah. know what I mean? They're like, hands down. She's like, there's literally a fire pit on the other side of the house. Can you please just use that? Um, as she douses the, the bonfire, they've started with water, um, yells at them for trying to tag the trees. Uh, yeah. And she asks them to leave and they say no. They don't want to leave. Like, where else are we going to go? Uh, so she that- says we need a plan. Like, yeah. what are we doing? Like, what? Like, how long are we going to be out here? Like, what do you really want? Yeah. Uh, and all of a sudden, the boombox is shot. And then Amber is shot. And all of a sudden, things go real wrong real quick. So yeah. they, she is, and Amber is real bad. She got shot in the neck, I believe. Yeah, she got shot in the neck. 
Yeah, it's not good. It's like towards the base of her head, like right on like one of the sides of her face. Um, and so to, to ease her pain, they just give her a bunch of echo to snort as she's bleeding there. On the, I'm like, please stop. Don't do that. Stop doing that. <laughs> Like well, I they're get- not sure. They literally have no, no, no medical supplies. Sure. They're a mile walk from the van. They don't know what to do. They're just trying to alleviate her pain only way they know how. And that's with drugs. Well, so. yeah, again, we don't really know what this does. It seems to be slightly hallucinatory as well. So that's probably not something you want to give somebody who's in a lot of pain. But eh, she seems to, it does seem to ease her pain a bit. So they all up and run for the van for the mile it takes to get to the van. And when they get there, it is not there. Yeah, the van is gone. And this is already, other things have already been kind of a miss too. Like even while Chelsea was out on her swim walk, um, Abe and um, Jerk had found an old photo album of pictures. They were trying to find pictures of her as a child, but they went through the album and all the pictures of that would have been of her and her uncle, one of them we recognize because Chelsea has one of, a copy of that picture. All of her pictures have been cut in half and it's just pictures of her uncle, but she's no longer in any of the pictures. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so someone's definitely been in that house. And the fact that the electricity still works up there, I always wondered, like, how did that, how, what's, why is that, what's going on? So the place is, is seeming more creepy especially as they've gone down in the van. So somebody else has always been kind of around them or following them this whole time. Uh, so she now go- mm-hmm. uh, they, they now go, go straight to shooting up Amber, uh, even though they say that you're not supposed to shoot up Echo, but they shoot her up with it. So now she's uh, ODing, which is great in the middle of all this. So they decide to split up, uh, which is always a great idea. We're going to leave uh, Abe and Jerk with Amber and Chelsea and Garth are going to go up to the watchtower to see if there's a radio or a phone. Uh, At the ranger's place, because he had told her, come on up anytime. That's right. But since Amber is ODing, uh, Jerk decides to walk down to the gas station. So now everybody is real split up. Real nicely. Yeah, but he's he's like, what else am I supposed to do? And Abe does not want him to go. But he's and he's like, what do I do with her right here? He's like, sing to her. So he sings all sad the songs that he was like making up before and tries to talk about band names and oh my goodness. Um but as they're walking up, uh Chills and Garth start fighting. Um, because it's been real tense for them this whole time. And um, she's talking about what they're like versus calling her a tourist in the punk life. Like you've never really belonged. You've always been a tourist or somebody who thinks they're too good for this punk life, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then Garth trips over a horrible fucked up dead body. Yeah, dead guy. That's not good. So uh, the ranger shows up back where Amber and Abe are and shoot Amber for breaking the rules. Uh, violators will be punished, he says. So Abe runs off in a panic and gets his foot caught in a bear trap. Mm-hmm. Terrible. It's pretty bad. And then the ranger comes up and has a stand up with him because um, Abe runs and he actually finds the van is like lights on, like hanging out in a spot. It's like, oh, it was moved there for a reason. And as soon as I saw him running there, I was like, he needs to look where he's going. He needs to look where he's going. I was like, there's going to be like some sort of like, I don't know, leaves he falls in or some like I thought mm-hmm. he was going to fall into like a pit or something. I was like, oh, no, animal trap, bear trap. Um and the ranger comes and confronts him while he's stuck in the trap and basically is like, you have 10 seconds to get yourself out or I'm going to shoot you. Yep. So he uses those 10 seconds to pull his foot off, leave it in the trap. Really Severs ha- his foot. Yeah, really terrible. Uh, and the ranger takes his foot as well. And he's like, oh, I'm taking this. Like, not only am I going to let you, now you have no foot and now I'm taking your foot. So fuck off. Like it's a souvenir. It's so weird. 
Um, this ranger is legit crazy, but he's all by the books, all the rules, all the time. He's like, section 3552Z, um, you can't have this in the woods. So I was like, oh, no, they've broken all the rules because all the things that are in... Um, you know, horror movie surviving guides, right? Like, it's like, don't have sex, don't do drugs, don't drink, like all this. And you did all this out in the woods, like you've literally on sacred ground. <laughs> this is why I don't camp. I have learned my lesson as a final girl. You can't be punk rock. <laughs> I want to be punk rock, man. Yeah, if you want to be punk rock, you got to stay in the city, kids. Uh, um, yeah. So, so Abe is in the van, uh, and as he's, but of course, his right foot is the one that got severed off. So he's like, goes to like put his foot down, but there's no, no foot there, and then he laughs. He's like, the severed. That can be our name. And I was like, yeah. In that moment, you're like, that's good. That's good. <laughs> you have that one moment of joy Aww. where you've realized there's hope. Um, but meanwhile, uh, Jerk is at the gas station and he finds a phone and he starts to call, uh, and, but the ranger shows up and they have a bit of a battle in the gas station. No, he makes the call and he's like, okay, you can send help to Blackwood Point. That's where we're at. And then all of a sudden it hangs up. Yeah. So it's like, he's trying to reach for help, but this help is not going to work. So yes, the ranger's there. Uh, and a gas station battle and a, I'm sorry, Jerk has a axe that of course is going to be used against him uh in his throat real fucking bad yeah he tries to fight back and he all he has is his like spray paint he has been the one carrying the axe but he thought the ranger was a friend not a foe didn't know that he's the murderer um and sets the axe down and like tries to implore help from him and that's where they have the fight mm -hmm. and then he ends up spray painting the um spray painting the ranger's eyes yeah um, trying to stop him being like yeah i got you but the doesn't realize the ranger has the freaking axe and just throats him gotta keep Ugh. the forest clean that's what he says. Ugh. So Chelsea and Garth wind up at the ranger's house where they, he, she finds her gun and also a fuck ton of pictures of her as a little girl. Mm. So it's the other half of all the pictures that were cut out of that album. The ranger has stored and has a creepy stash. Like he's got like, it's like someone making a creepy doll of you. Honestly, mm -hmm. I was just like, Oh God. Um, and he's got like in a little place of honor kind of, and it's super gross um, that he's been dreaming about this girl coming back for 10 years. Um, and yeah, he has so, also has a torture basement. Yep. Which they find themselves in. Mm -hmm walking into hide as he comes into the house. Uh, but Chell seems strangely titillated while she's down there. And I just wasn't what? sure reading her face. Like she was kind of like, like the way she touches the banister going down the stairs. It was really weird. I thought, thought she had like a weird kinship there for a mile. It was very strange. Huh. I look at her face during that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like corpses and cages and stuff like that. Just the, not the kind of place you want to be in, in any way, shape or form. Uh, and, and Ranger actually ends up shooting Garth. Well, Garth has a stand up because he starts yelling at the Ranger, like, uh -huh. dude, cause they come down in that basement and as the lights come on and they see what's really down in that torture basement, he goes off on her and, and Chelsea actually stands in front of him and tries to defend him because she's got that gun still from the cop that she um, had pulled right. um, from the com confrontation after the club earlier. And she's like, don't yell at my boyfriend like that. And she try she actually pulls the trigger, but it's empty. So final girl horror movie swag got tip. You got to check that cartridge. Make sure there's bullets in there if you're going to try to use it. And yeah, shebang doesn't work. And so the Ranger's got a shotgun that he uses on Garth. 
Uh, and she, we find out, we have, we finally get the flashback to find out what happened uh, when she was a little girl and that her uncle had taken her out to this ledge to teach her how to shoot. And she was shooting bottles and he went to set up the next bottle and she ac- accidentally shot him. Accidentally question mark. Yeah, that's the that's the question of the movie, right? Because she has another flash where it looks like I was like, did the ranger do it? And she thought she did it. Do you know what I mean? Though, like, I wondered if he'd always just been the one who had actually shot him and then made her think it was her. Mm-hmm. It's I possible. Because the way they showed another flash, it looked like she didn't have the gun in her hand. It looked like it was being reset, but it made her he made her think she was. So I just wondered if it was like some sort of psychological warfare on his part or what it all really had gone down. Who knows in memory. Uh, and this is one of the worst places I think you could wake up. Uh, you wake up in a cage in some sort of drug haze and find the ranger naked in a wolfskin howling and coming for you and telling you how glad he is to see you and how much he loves you. And you're like, Ey. and he's got carvings in his chest. Did yeah. you see all that? Yeah. Like he like had like blood carving on. I was like, oh, so he's got some ritual he's doing and performing absolutely terrifying and she looks to the left and right because um after she had tried to shoot um him and, and he shot garth he headbutted her and that's why he knocked her out and she wakes up in that her friend is head is amber's head is just her head is in a cage next to her um abe's foot is in one of the cages next to her just his foot so he's got literally pieces of her friends mm-hmm. Yeah. pieces 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 of friends anyway um uh, she wakes and she also has uh when she wakes up again she's a leash around her neck and he is just shooting her up with echo and like the track marks are so terrible just They're so bad and she's like you're not supposed to shoot it up it's like she you could barely snort it like you shouldn't be doing any of this he's like oh well i wanted to make sure you got a good dose so that you could stop doing these drugs and he basically admonishes her as like the city girl she's like you become all city that's not who you are you're you a country girl strip the city from your bones he says mm-hmm. uh and so she has she says okay well he's gonna shoot her up again she's like okay okay well let me do it which is always the 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 good ploy. And so she takes it and looks like she's going to shoot herself up, but then at the last second stabs him in the neck with it. Uh, and it's like a fuck ton of it as well. Um, and then she, they have, they end up having a big battle where she, they, she has the gun, but he runs out into the fire tower. The watchtower. The watchtower. Yeah. All along the watchtower. So Um, it seems for a while she has the upper hand because she has the gun and he kind of doesn't have anything and he's on the run, but she takes him up to the watchtower. I'm like, just leave, just, just stay there. Be on the outside and let, like, eventually he's going to have to come down. She's also still heavily drugged. And so she's actually super disoriented. So the further away is the harder it is for her to kind of focus. We get that as soon as she starts moving towards him as they're making their way out of the house, that she's still very much under from the amount of drugs he's pumped into her. Um, so she's not a hundred percent sane, but he also is just laughing and mocking her too, which is, I can only imagine in that state making her go insane too. Uh-huh. So she's running and she eventually, they end up on the watchtower having a, having a knockdown kind of drag out up there. So she had shot him in the shoulder from afar, but, uh, when they come up, they end up having yeah, this big battle. Um, and this, I thought this was awesome. Just kills him with binoculars, just fucks him up, like hits him so hard so many times with binoculars. And he's in, you know, it's of course it's creepy because he's before he dies, he's very he's laughing and and talking, you know, talking to her during it. Uh and she's and he keeps telling her to say that we're the same. 
we're the same. And so finally she says it. Um, and you have this, you know, final girl stands of her straddling him, just fucking him up, being blood splattered and, and going insane, screaming. I thought it was really freaking cool, but also like crazy because they had just had a conversation where you're talking about how you wanted to strip the city from her. He was talking about how the pink hair isn't like what's natural. It's not what's in nature. But as she's more and more covered with blood, her white t-shirt turns pink in places because of the blood. And I was like, it is a color that occurs in nature, but you have to <laughs> beat somebody like over the head with your binoculars. And he just made her use those binoculars to see where he had killed her friends and where the rest of their body were. Like, since they were just pieces of them, he's like the other part of hers here, the other part and like trying to make her look with those binoculars. So literally with what he tried to make her see, she beats him with. So I like the poetry of that. Uh, so we think he's dead and uh, she's just screaming. And of course, there's a jump stair where he comes back up and she shoots the fuck out of him right off that tower and plummets to his demise. Uh, and as she's walking away in her dazed, drugged final girl moment, she sees she meets a wolf. And they have uh, a, a special, special moment. Where she but not is, before one more time, she says, kill nothing but time. time. She uses the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, the wolf. And then the wolf. And then so she, the little wolf has met her big wolf. And now she is part, she's part of the wolves. Uh, yeah, and, you know, always called her the little wolf has come home, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I thought this movie was really cool. I liked the the punk rock aspect to it. And I thought that it was a fun ride. And I liked Chelsea as a final girl. I thought she was a really uh, astute and clever one. For sure. No, I thought she was badass. Um, I get the struggle though, too. It's like... The, I like that the fight was, you know, trying to do what you think is right, but what is right, you know, in, in context um, and with friends um, and who do you trust and who do you go along with? And so she had a real struggle with like her friends feeling disjointed in no matter where she went, you know. Uh-huh. Um, you want to yeah. do some gore factor, my love? Oh, my God. I would love to. Get gory with it. Nah, 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 nah. Um, one, not enough blood to kill, fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, a bathtub of blood. And five, fantastic oracle. Five is a- run for the bark sorry, bag. Run for the bark bag. I'm sorry. <laughs> I might have been drinking. Uh- <laughs> I went on autopilot for a second. Run for the barf bag, kids. Um, this is a full five. <laughs> this is a full run for the barf bag. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot limbs. of severed limbs, like dead bodies, decomposed, decapitation. Uh, there's a lot. Binocular smashing of heads. Losing teeth, face, blood. It's all it's all yeah, there for you, kids. Gory as a fuck. Movie Shot rating. Mm-hmm. Chainsaws. One, if you're desperate. Two, barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. And five, fantastic oracle. I give the ranger a three and a half. Uh, I mm-hmm. liked it and I thought it, I really liked Chelsea as a final girl. I, I, I liked the punk aspect of it, but it did feel slightly derivative to me. And there was a lot of like, I, I feel like it could have gone a little more in the, in a, in a different original direction, I guess. There's a lot of elements they didn't touch on. Like we get the sense that he's into sort of smart of satanic thing, but we don't really ever get to see that, which would have been cool. Um, and you also have like, there's no kind of mystery to it right like it's called the rangers so you're like oh well the rangers the bad guy there's not any other you know they don't know it but we know it um so yeah that's how i felt about it and you oh my gosh um that's great i gave it a five probably because i was scared <laughs> were you really 
No, not not bad scared, but just it was good. I like the blood. I like the gore. I like the girl. I like the story. Um, I feel like anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna stick by it. I was like, should I back down? No, no, no. I should my my score should never affect your score. <laughs> I, I know, but sometimes I'm like, oh, did I get it wrong? But no, I really liked it. And that's the thing is like I I feel like three and a half doesn't mean I didn't like the film at all. Like of course I did. Uh, of course I did. Uh, so. Next week, we are going to be talking about another film that I believe you have not seen, I have not seen, and honestly, no. never heard of. I was like, wait, wait, Amanda Seyfried and Gary Oldman in a Catherine Hardwick Red Riding Hood story. What? Where? I had what? not either. I was like hunting through the internets, you know, as we do. And then also people give us a lot of suggestions. So I'm always looking through things. And I was like, what? Uh, and this like has got the dad from Twilight, like right yeah. around the same time too. And I was like, Billy Burke, what? Anyway, we so, have to yes, watch it. We, we will be rocking, <laughs> watching Red Riding Hood. I'll watch anything Gary Oldman is, to be honest. Like, it doesn't matter what it is because he'll give 110% to everything. So same, I- girl. Same. And honestly, Amanda Seyfried, because I think she's one of like those like underrated, amazing, mm-hmm. talented actresses. She just did Mank as well. Like, she's like she's so Mank. good. Yeah. Um, okay. Just, yeah. So next week, I love. Mm-hmm. Red Riding Hood, we'll be talking about. In the meantime, please talk to us on our social media channels. We would love to chat with you. We're very responsive and we love listeners. We also have a patreon if you want to uh, subscribe to us we have uh, news- newsletters and all sorts of fun bonus things you'll get the uh, our episodes a couple of days early and we have a teespring if you wanted to get a horror movie survival guide makeup bag or a hoodie uh, or a mug to drink t-shirt. your coffee yeah. every morning and you get those ratings on there and some of the merch so you can check out the ratings and, and think about rating your own movies with it right oh yes how many chainsaws do your movies get Oh, I like that. That's okay. Yeah, girl. Tell me that. (laughs) Uh, So Um, we, we can't wait to talk to you next week about Red Riding Hood. Okay. Sounds great. We'll see you then. I'll see you then. You want to talk about Terry? What do you think? I'm super down. I hope the audience joins us too. That'll be great. Great. (laughs) Have a good week. Bye guys.